Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, this will be episode 44 in my Bioweapons Blues series. I've titled this one, Memorializing the Murder Agenda. As things just kind of keep going on, nobody in positions of power, very few people in positions of power, are acknowledging the amount of death and misery that have happened. So uh, this is ongoing. So I'll play some videos. The first will be some Joe Rogan's videos. He's talking to David. Uh, no, sorry, Patrick Bet David, and talking about myocarditis that is going to be more prevalent or more discernible and discoverable as days pass, uh, move forward. And then um, I will talk, I'll do a full five minutes of RFK Jr. in Congress. Then I think there's just some other stuff. Fauci uh, was referred to the DOJ and to a local. U.S. attorney for prosecution for lying to Congress. Uh, probably nothing will happen to that, but people really are trying to starting to really figure out how, how demonic Fauci was. It was just revealed that he and uh, Collins made $325 million or something like that in a series of royalty payments. So he fully had an agenda and a financial benefit that he would not disclose to Congress when, when Fauci asked him. He did not. Uh, respond or proffer what he was making. He said he didn't have to by law, but uh, there were new documents that were released, and that's the information I have. So it's disgusting. It's totally evil. So uh, it's kind of like the Holocaust. You know, they made money off killing those people because they took their property. This one, they made money by giving them toxic poison and then telling them that it was worth a fortune. So it's kind of like the malevolent snake oil salesman. Uh, Intent to harm, I think, is there for sure. But these are these are criminals that should have been arrested a long time ago. They're a danger to society, really. Um, so here goes. I'll start playing this. I think they're flipping. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think the overwhelming evidence that we've been fucked with, like just the lab leak thing, just that alone, when you see the gain-of-function emails that Fauci was sending to those other scientists, and that there's there's some clear collusion to try to distort the narrative. That's scary shit. That's scary shit that these are the people that we trust our lives to. And when, you know, if you have a child that got vaccine injured and you worry that your child has myocarditis now, yeah. their lifespan is shortened. They might be dead in 10 years. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Especially when you consider the fact that they tried to mandate it for kids when they knew that this wasn't deadly for kids. And they also knew that it didn't stop transmission. They knew it. That's right. They knew it didn't yeah. stop transmission. It was all lies. When I'm hoping people wake up enough to at least slow it down. Yeah. We're pushing in a very obvious and very specific direction. They want digital currency, centralized digital currency that they control. And they want to get everybody on a social credit score system. They're probably connected to some sort of a vaccine app. Or if you want to travel around, all they would need is another pandemic to try to push that shit through. And they're already talking about that. It's very spooky. Because when you're looking at the history of this this lab and, and uh, them funding it and this getting out and the, the way they responded to it, the whole thing is so scary because it was effective. It was effective and very, very financially effective. I mean, they made a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And if they could do something similar again... And then clamp down more on people. That's what scares me. This this talk of centralized digital currency. That's what they have in China. 
if they if you fuck up in China and you get a bad social credit score because you tweeted something they didn't like, what now you can't buy a plane ticket. Now you can't buy a car. Now you, now you can't get a loan. Now you can't do something. You, you step the fucking line and people self-censor. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be a part of that. Now they got you. Yep, they got you. Once you self-censor, yeah. That's where, where they want you. Yeah, we know that they were involved in Twitter. We know that the, the government was involved in silencing different voices. Then they stopped that Hunter Biden laptop story from getting out before the election. It's just, it's so obviously dirty shit. <laughs> I did. I don't want President Trump. So this is Robert F. Kennedy uh, talking about vaccine safety. FBI, and I don't want President Biden. I Amen. Don't want anybody. Amen. And I, I agree with that completely. Let me characterize my understanding of something to get your, your uh, perspective on it. Following the 2016 election, election, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Collins, Peter Marks met with you, to the best of my understanding, regarding vaccine safety, in part as a result yes. of your engagement with President Trump. And at that meeting, you requested evidence of a vaccine undergoing placebo-controlled trial safety tests prior to licensing. After making a show of looking for the document, Dr. Fauci informed you, to the best of my understanding, that the document was back in Bethesda and that he would eventually send the document to you. The document, to the best of my knowledge, was never sent and that you sued HHS for documents showing and trying to figure out the truth of the matter and that you found that not one study was done on pre-licensing safety testing for COVID vaccines. After a year, HHS finally sent you a letter stating, we basically, we don't have any. This means, to the best of my understanding, that nobody knows the risk profiles for these products or whether they avert more harm than they cause. And as a result, there's no real science behind these statements, but rather guesswork. Is that a fair characterization of what you've experienced? That is a fair characterization. We we have looked for many years to find a... uh, pre-licensing safety trial of any of the 72 vaccines doses that are now essentially mandated, they're recommended, but that's effectively mandated for American children, and we have not been able to find any. And uh, and every other medication requires, prior to licensing by FDA, that the company perform a safety trial that compares health outcomes in placebo in a placebo group and a similarly situated vaccine group. Uh, my assumption was that was done for vaccines. We found out that it hadn't been, that it was not, it was, they were exempt. And uh, I made that statement publicly. Dr. Fauci contradicted me, and when President Trump ordered him to meet with me and, uh, and Francis Collins, a group of my colleagues, I said to them, at that time, you've said publicly that I've been dishonest about that. Can you show us a single pre-licensing safety trial, placebo-controlled safety trial for any of the 72 vaccines required for American children? And he made that show of looking through a file, and he said, oh, they're back in Bethesda. And I said, will you send them to me? And I never heard from him again, so we sued the HHS under the Freedom of Information Law, after a year of litigation, they sent us a letter which is posted on CHD's website that acknowledges that they are now not able to locate a single pre-licensing safety trial to see the control for any of the vaccines. No information. They just totally stonewalled and baloneyed. It's fake science. These are snake oil salesmen. Totally evil. No placebo study. 
It's just off the charts. These are billion-dollar companies. They can afford it. It's just the, the deception and fraud is off the charts. They're poisoning a whole generation. It's a murder agenda. It's so sick. Now, mandated for children. These are zero-liability vaccines. And so if I might interject in just limited time, and I hope you can expand on that further. I know my friend from Kentucky, Mr. Massey, will probably expand on this later. But your your uncle, Senator Ted Kennedy, was a pretty strong opponent of sweeping immunity from liability for manufacturers of vaccines. And did he not introduce an amendment to repeal the so-called PREP Act, uh, the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act, uh, when he was a senator? Yes, he did. And, uh, you know, that... that the immunity, which was passed in 1986, neither Republicans or Democrats wanted it. Uh, Ronald Reagan, at that time, who signed the bill, said, and Blythe was the company that was pushing it, and they were saying that they were losing $20 in downstream liabilities for every dollar that they made in profits from vaccines. They were going to get out of the business if they were not granted immunity. Uh, Ronald Reagan said to them at that time, why don't you make the vaccines safe? And why is that? Because they're unavoidably unsafe, which is true of most medicines. I'm not anti-vaccine, but I think we need to be honest and we need to have good science. That's all and, I've ever argued. In closing on my time here, I would just say this. My, my father had polio. Um, I understand the ravages of that disease. I'm grateful that we have the opportunity to have a polio vaccine, but I also want the truth being sought. I want to know the health impacts of the polio vaccine going forward and every other vaccine that's being administered. And I'll just close by saying and asking, I know that this is informed by a great deal of conversations you've had with mothers and moms who came up to you. And if you could expand on that, I'll go back. Yeah, I mean, I was dragged kicking and screaming into this space because I was confronted by, you know, when I was touring the country on uh, suing companies about mercury and fish. And by the way, People, you know, I spent 30 years trying to get mercury out of the fish in this country, and nobody ever called me any fish. But at that time, we were trying to get mercury out of vaccine. These mothers were coming and saying, my child was injured by the vaccine. These were many, many hundreds, literally, of mothers with intellectual disabilities. And they said, nobody's listening to us. The Democrats aren't listening to us. Republicans aren't listening to us, and I felt like I should listen to them and actually read the science, and that is what got me down into the tunnel. And by the way, it's the worst career decision I have ever made. Time to the back. This is a remarkable video about whether Justin Trudeau and his wife actually took the kill shot. She thinks that this is entirely faked, uh, giving the shot, and that the nurse actually didn't follow standard protocol, so listen. Nurse, and I watched that video of Justin and Sophie Trudeau um, supposedly getting their COVID vaccine, and I could spot this from a mile away, but they made a big error. Actually, they made two errors when they were receiving that shot. Um, so I'm going to review this with you because I don't think that they actually did get a vaccine. I bet you that that needle had a retractable needle on it or something. And here's why. Okay. Okay, so notice how she's given him the injection and she hasn't done any landmarking. And watch what she does here. She gives it with one arm, one hand. She's not even touching his arm and landmarking where his deltoid is. Second of all, there was another mistake she made. She makes the same mistake on Sophie. Look at this. No landmarking. She's just one handing it in. Nobody does that. You don't give IM injections that way. 
okay, this YouTube clip shows you how you're actually supposed to deliver an IM injection into the deltoid, and you'll see that they landmark by cupping their hand over the top of the deltoid. Here are some news clips of people receiving a vaccine via IM injection. And notice how every single one of them, they are landmarking. Sometimes they're not landmarking correctly, but they are landmarking. Nobody is sitting back and sticking that vaccine in like it's a dart. It just doesn't work that way. Look at this. Every one of them. See, that's the proper way to give it right there. And also, did you notice that they aspirated before they injected? Okay, so here's a close-up. So look at this again. Um, does that look like how any of them were administered in the other shots that I just showed you? Look, right in like a dart. Zero landmarking, nothing. She didn't aspirate either. Here we go again. Zero landmarking, jabbing it in one-handed, and no aspirating of the needle. She even goes to pull up her shirt sleeve before she gets her band-aid. So to summarize, my impression as a registered nurse who is trained in giving IM injections, they made three key errors when they were acting out this scenario. Number one, the injector forgot to landmark the deltoid to ensure that she was giving the injection in the proper spot. Number two, the injector forgot to aspirate um, to ensure that she wasn't injecting the vaccine into a blood vessel, which can cause serious, serious um, medical issues. And number three, the injector sat back on her chair and threw that needle in like it was a dart, one-handed, didn't even touch them with the other hand, didn't touch the needle with the other hand. It was highly unusual. It was very clearly to me acting. And then Justin and, and Sophie also forgot to play up their role in the uh, drama um, when he forgot to squeeze her hand during the fake jab and when she pulled her shirt sleeve up before she got her Band-Aid. So I don't know, you guys. But, um, your vaccine mandate was using your own. So this is actually very telling, too, because this is uh, a hearing in Australia where two Pfizer execs are saying they got different batches. So it goes on to further kind of my inquiry study into this whole pandemic nightmare. But uh, there was also the French um, politician who said there were different batches as well. There's another story out of Slovakia that there were obviously marked batches for different people. So, but this is more confirmation right here. A batch of vaccine is specially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct? Uh, Senator, so Pfizer undertook to import um, a, a Pfizer vaccine specifically for the employee vaccination program. Great that uh, so we're creating a, an ecosystem of focus. So this is the other guy. This guy, Paul Offit, is... I think responsible to for the 72 jabs all the kids are going to take and it's going to fry their brains and stuff like that. He won't take it. Somebody asked him if they're so super safe, why don't you just publicly take all 72 at one time? Uh, but he has not accepted that as my understanding. So as far as I'm concerned, in my opinion, this guy's another malefactor, another nightmare.
mentality where every time someone who's young has a heart situation, it must be due to the fact that they were vaccinated. So where are we right now in our scientific understanding? Is there a problematic link between the COVID vaccine and heart inflammation? <clears throat> there certainly is a, a causal link between vaccination and myocarditis and pericarditis. No doubt about it. Uh, the, the, um, it's, it's unclear why. I mean, it may be, as was actually noticed in 2020, that SARS-CoV-2 virus, the spike protein, mimics um, a one of the proteins on heart muscle cells, specifically the, the heavy chain of of uh, of, uh, of, of, of um, actin. So, so if that's true, then while you're making an immune response to the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, you're also inadvertently making an immune response to your own heart muscle. It's so hard to do this. So um, I'm pretty excited. So this is the new monster they put in charge. I guess it looks like they tried to get like a smiley or happier woke whack job to take Fauci's position. Here she is with the blue glasses and uh, talking. And she, her first vaccine shot, she says it felt a lot like Christmas when I was a kid. I would say it was a day that felt a lot like Christmas when I was a kid. Um, sort of this incredible sense of anticipation uh, that kept building until I knew I was coming over here. It's just so fantastic to see a way out of this um, for our patients and our whole community and, and all of our staff and people who've been working so hard to do this. So um, I'm pretty excited. I would say it was a day that... Aspirin. Uh, is it drug this is uh, Dr. Mercola. He had his uh, bank accounts frozen, so it's some kind of social credit malarkey taking place. Thank you, Bruce Price, is going to be recommending, but because pharma it was so effective discredited, just like they discredited all of us with the COVID, they discredited aspirin. Why? Because it was a threat to their drugs that they were putting out, which is the NSAIDs, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Aspirin is essentially free, and you know these other drugs cost a lot more. Aspirin has been shown to decrease COVID deaths by fifty percent, and it also lowers our blood pressure, blood aldosterone. So you don't need much. I like a pure powder. It's ninety nine percent pure USD. I take about essentially one aspirin a day. One thing that I recommend that everybody do is take an aspirin a day. You know, baby aspirin a day that helps minimize clotting disorders and helps reverse some of that propensity that we see with spike protein administration towards clotting disorders. Other things would be uh, IV NAD. There's actually a study of Vanderbilt that uh, we've been working with a little bit um, that shows that NAD infusions will help people with uh, long COVID symptoms um, or post-COVID vaccination issues. But basically, NAD is a nicotinamide-based um, a cofactor in the body that we use to make energy. So it's using the Krebs cycle to donate electrons, for example, to make ADP, ATP. Nicotinamide is a scientific term for niacinamide. They're the identical molecules. But this is a study published last year that showed in small doses, it's really a dose that I was already taking, but I had taken it before I saw this study, at a dose of about 2 milligrams per kilogram, which is about 50 milligrams three times a day, for most people, was able to cut down obesity in mice by 50%. 50% because it, it, what did it do? It corrected the reductive stress in the mitochondria. The factories in our cells are the mitochondria. And when mitochondria are damaged, it, it basically 
depletes our energy and it ages our cells prematurely. So NAD helps replenish the stores inside the mitochondria and just sort of uh, helps them regenerate and multiply and uh, become more effective and efficient. Just like we were when we were young. This is something that everyone watching this needs to be taking. There's just no question about it. That means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if, um, technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. <laughs> yeah, it's helpful. <laughs> Hello, I'm Bill Gates, Chairman of Microsoft. In this video, you're going to see the future. Yeah, that's a thing of Bill Gates uh, just gloating and all his uh, connections to Epstein. And here's the uh, discussion about Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci. This is July 20th, 2023. It came from a lab in Wuhan where they do gain-of-function research. Well, this directly contradicts everything he said in committee hearing to me, denying absolutely that they funded any gain of function. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain of function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. It absolutely is a lie. That's why we ended up referring him again this week to the Department of Justice for prosecution for lying to Congress. Oh, and, uh, yeah, that's a serious thing. So yeah, and then it says the next day, Friday 21st, Senator Rand Paul's office in Kentucky went up in flames around 1.45 a.m. That's not suspicious. Cause is still being investigated. No one was injured. Well, this person then asked, should there be more emphasis placed on strengthening the immune system overall of our population? And this person says they use a lot of vitamins to do that. Is there any way to do that? Um, I'm going to make a lot of people unhappy now. Uh, <laughs> So let's go for it. Um, uh, in general, a healthy lifestyle, a good diet, um, exercise, things that keep you in general good health, without a doubt, make you much more likely to resist infection than others. Artificial grams of different vitamins, etc., in general, have really no impact. It's they found that vitamin D was a huge uh, preventative vitamin in the whole COVID situation. Like it decreased COVID deaths, just vitamin D. So this is another lie. I mean, this is before the pandemic took place, but 
This guy's a total monster. I mean, the more you watch it, the worse it gets. He is the on record lying constantly. It could put placebo effect. It'll make you feel good, but it doesn't really have a biologically important effect. Yeah. Just sitting over here. This is an interesting video. It's of Joe Biden, but he's like going into a strange crowd, crowd and it looks like they're all fake. Like they have their phones up, but they're not recording. It's really something else. It's like it's faked. It's so weird. Like the whole administration's just fake. It's totally just a bunch of fake people, fake polls, fake everything. Who supports this guy? It's incredible. Remember what I said about Afghanistan? I said Al Qaeda would not be there. I said it wouldn't be there. I said we'd get help from the Taliban. What's happening now? What's going on? Read your press. I was right. Thanks. Okay, that is Joe Biden acting whacked out. Let's go do I've got some slides that I will go through right now. They're just always bad. It's always bad news, too. It's not good. So let's see. This is James Thorpe. This is horrifying. Could equal to one, equate one death per 100 injections, not a good risk-benefit ratio. Yeah, a lot of people dying. This is Oxford vaccine, 100% effective against severe COVID trial in U.S. trials. So that was something back in March 2021. More propaganda. Just a major paper involved in straight-up propaganda. This is Lioness of Judah. Shock after COVID pandemics end. Over 500 excess heart deaths are being recorded every week in England. And then Denis Rancor, June 22nd, there was no pandemic. He doesn't believe there was a pandemic. I know I got really sick in January of 2020, like the worst I've ever been sick. And I know other people did get sick. Like they literally had breathing problems and people had to go to the hospital. So, you know, maybe there was no excess deaths or anything from uh, whatever happened, but I think people did get hurt by some kind of some kind of virus. Yeah, this will that's an interesting article. There's no COVID pandemic. Dennis Denis Rancor. Children's Health Defense. If these findings are correct, it would mean that the so-called vaccines are altering the human genome and causing permanent production of the deadly spike protein and would trigger the immune system to attack its own cells. Yeah. And then also SV40, which is the kind of turn on turn on the cancer uh, virus linked to multiple cancers found in mRNA vaccines. So they were juicing them, it looks like. And this is uh, Steve Kirsch. The, the Amish died of COVID at a rate 90 times lower than the rest of America. They did not lock down. They did not mask. They did not social distance. They did not vaccinate. And there are no mandates in the Amish community to get vaccinated. They basically ignored every single guideline that the CDC gave us. Ignoring those guidelines meant a death rate 90 times lower than the rest of America. Wow. Just a criminal government. Just a total criminal government. No question. This is John Leake. This is Averill Haynes. She was in Davos earlier this year. Also in event 201. Have you known any ass? Have you noticed how often the U.S. intelligence community is apparently surprised by major events? The 9-11 terrorist attacks, 
Saddam's phantom WMDs, miscalculations in Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, Syria, and Ukraine. Uh, Osama bin Laden hiding in plain sight. Like all this stuff, they 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 have not predicted it accordingly. So why are you paying the money? They're failed. They just failed over and over and over again. The U.S. the so-called U.S. intelligence community is a leviathan of eighteen organizations with huge staffs and budgets. Yes, they are. Senate report Biden business received 5.1 million within 10 days of Hunter Biden's WhatsApp text while sitting next to dad. That should be investigated. Awkward. Okay, much worse. Proof that the Bidens were extorting money and operating a pay-to-play scheme just like the Clintons. Sitting with his dad. 4Tex reveals COVID-19 truth. Michael Voris interviews Dr. McCullough to reveal SARS-CoV-2 chimeric creation and expose government cover-up of national biosecurity threat. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Joe Smalley strikes very deep into enemy territory, striking fear in their hearts. Cardiac episodes in young Australians explode due to the mRNA experiment. Thousands of young people, including children and babies, are affected. That's disgusting. Sonia Elijah, my late, latest report on children is out. According to Pfizer's own data, 79 child deaths soon after taking vaccine and gene therapy in just a six-month period. A staggering 13,659 deaths across all age groups as of June 2022. And this is Jelsey Clinton. She's backing up this other monster, Hotez. She's a total creep. Deeply troubled by the online attacks against Dr. Peter Hotez, standing in solidarity with Peter and all our public health and medical professionals committed to delivering science-backed health information, particularly about vaccines. Everything they said was a lie. That was bad. Peter Halligan, truth bombs from a living Canadian legend. Our governments continue to deliberately play dumb about their collaboration and blatant COVID-19 crimes against humanity. Most politicians have been COVID-19 vaxxed, and there is evidence that the vax itself provides an element of brain injury. Alan McRae. Yeah, they're definitely playing dumb. Dr. Lynn Finderella. Vaccines still produce spike protein after two years. New research shows that COVID vaccines contain DNA residues capable of permanently integrating into the human genome, causing chronic diseases and cancers. Right. It's really gene therapy. They they should just permanently stop using the word vaccine. Shrestha, once again, proved that COVID MNRI technology-based underpinning in gene injection subverts and damages your immune system response. Vaccine aids. This is a picture of two real monsters, Fauci and Hotez. Hotez is even more of a midget than Fauci. My gosh. This is the picture of the uh, experiment that Fauci did on these dogs' heads and let their heads get bitten off by insects. There's a picture of Hotez and Robert F. Kennedy. He's jacked. I think he's close to 70. Kevin Bass, Anthony Fauci may have been responsible for the pandemic and millions of lost lives, I would say so, because of the funding that he directed to the Wuhan lab for gain-of-function coronavirus coronavirus research that may have led to COVID-19. 
And you can go back and look at the Proxima origin paper that I read into my podcast. Fauci used his power to systematically systematically manipulate public perception of viral origins and cover his agency's tracks. He lied to Congress, repeatedly telling it that the NIAID had not funded gain-of-function coronavirus research in Wuhan when it had. Out of a sense of guilt, he then supported disastrous lockdowns and school closures that led to hundreds of thousands of additional lives lost in the United States alone, and an acceleration of an epidemic of violence, accidents, firearm deaths, and overdose deaths, leading to an unprecedented drop of life expectancy of three years, as well as the greatest loss of learning among disadvantaged children in all of recorded American history. Those lockdowns and school closures had no measurable impact on COVID deaths. Fauci promoted masking and lockdown pseudoscience, despite knowing better, and after the pandemic was over, admitting it. Fauci encouraged the marginalization and harassment of opposition scientists who criticized his behavior and pseudoscientific ideas that were dramatically out of step with infectious disease containment scientific consensus up until early March 2020. Some of those crimes are felonies. The funding, cover-up, and lying to Congress about gain-of-function science at the Wuhan lab is principal among these, costing as it did tens of millions of lives. Anthony Fauci needs to face a judge and a jury in a criminal court and be held accountable for these crimes, no doubt. He should not be receiving an academic appointment after a systematic betrayal of the America, American people and all people worldwide. This academic appointment is a crime against decency and a crime against the people of the planet Earth. Yeah. In my next uh, uh, Bioweapon Blues, I'll show him at Georgetown. Like They're praising him. They literally have like a mass killer at Georgetown now. It's not believable. They literally have somebody responsible for the deaths and torture and psychological rape of millions of people at Georgetown. I mean, can you imagine, like, if they actually do arrest him, like, they just have to go to Georgetown and perp walk him out of there. Like, the administrators at Georgetown, I hope they know what they're dealing with. Because once the public figures it out, wow. Peter Halligan, Dr. McCullough showcases a shocking study that could mean 200 million people worldwide wide have myocarditis, 13 million Americans. Myocarditis is just one serious adverse event from C-19 injections. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a huge number. These are all the uh, Canadian doctors who have died. Young people should have had another 30, 40 years of life. All in their 20s, too, you know. So sick. Just mass murder. It's a murder agenda. They haven't stopped. This is Anand Pana. Elon Musk is honored to meet that PM who, by printing his photo on the vaccination certificate, says this is my vaccine, but is silent on the daily vaccine deaths in India and also remains silent on the Manipur riots. Yeah, peace system. Yeah, there's tons of people dropping dead in India. And I can't, can't confirm these exemptions. I can see other exemptions, but if you find out any information about the president or Congress being exempt from taking the kill shot, please email it to me. <clears throat> but this guy's saying all these people were exempt. Congress, President, Vice President, Cabinet, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, CDC officers and directors, million, 8 million Chinese students abroad. The illegal aliens don't have to take the kill shot. They should be dying all left and right, actually. But uh, that didn't happen. That's part of the psychological warfare and gaslighting. 
Matthew Aldred, reproducibility failure of the science trademark is a much bigger problem than you might think. The evidence-based research of the ivory towers dictate government and corporate policies. So they can't have, they can't reproduce some of the science. In a just released episode of the Dark Horse podcast with Brett Weinstein and Heather Hying from November 2021, RFK Jr. thinks that the flu vaccine may be responsible for his spasmodic dysphonia. That is his wobbling voice. So he thinks that there's a correlation. Carico, Weissman, Malone, et al. Every single person, in my opinion, who developed the mRNA technology and took millions and billions in taxpayer money and sat back silent, knowing the harms of it in the lipid nanoparticle fat complex, knowing the potential dangers, seeing what is done now to the people who took the fraud shot, must be investigated under oath, imprisoned if need be. Dr. Paul Alexander. Jamie McIntyre, did you know that Gates and Fauci had hospitals globally paid very large incentives to fraudulently list patients as COVID deaths and worse incentivize hospitals to give deadly drugs to patients such as remdesivir that kills a healthy patient in six to 10 days. They had this formerly banned Ebola drug fraudulently brought back to life, banned as it killed 54% of trial patients to murder fraudulently tested COVID patients to make it look like people were dying of COVID. The Australian National Review has highlighted ample evidence on this for some time. I've covered it as well. COVID was a deadly fraud on every level, and some lying politicians are trying to push the deadly experiments. An NHS whistleblower who wishes to remain anonymous has come forward with allegations that the NHS hospitals were not overwhelmed during COVID-19 pandemic, as was reported by authorities in the mainstream media. The whistleblower also confirmed that the little care given throughout the pandemic amounted to negligence, and that the government and NHS bosses essentially instructed staff to let people die or in some cases killed them through the end-of-life care program and falsely labeled the deaths as being due to COVID-19. Sick. This is hospital murder. Attorney unveils shocking survival rates among mechanically ventilated COVID patients. You got a cash bonus when someone died from COVID. It was an incentive to kill people, and it worked incredibly well. That's Thomas Friends. This is Peter Hotels. There's a lot of like stuff here. Elon Musk re- replied to Joe Rogan saying he's afraid of a public debate because he knows he's wrong. And then Hotez responded, seriously, Elon, this is monstrous. 200,000 Americans needlessly perished, including 40,000 Texans, our neighbors, because they were victims of an anti-vaccine disinformation during our awful COVID Delta BA.1 waves in 2021-22. Please don't do this. And then this is him in front of the, you know, the shadow of the... Uh, monolith at the UN, Peter Otez. Excited to be back in NYC where I will be meeting with Indian PM Modi to discuss our COVID vaccines for India in partnership with Texas Children. Proof of concept that the US and India can do big things together in science. Yeah, kill a bunch of kids. There's a really good video of this guy just changing the goalposts. Well, then we'll take the two shots and then we'll have a booster. Then you'll have a second booster. Then you'll have a third booster. There's Peter Hotez again. Well, I think you've nicely summarized the false narrative currently promoted by the conspiracy websites and those who seek to monetize the internet. But if you want the real story, just read Washington Post, LA Times, BBC World. I just put those links up. Jordan Peterson had said this to Peter Hotez. If Joe Rogan generously invites you to his massive platform to debate and offers a substantial sum to charity as an accompaniment, 
then run away and cast aspersions on his impeccable character while claiming victim status. Have I summarized your strategy, Peter Otis? So, yeah, he avoided it. He was offered like five million bucks. Still can do it. Janurna, why would he keep pushing this S? I guess it's being used to awaken a few more people. Then Peter Hotez, this is recent, June 20th, 2023. COVID-19 is a leading cause of death in children and young people in the U.S. Lie. Total lie. 3.9 million views. This guy's a total snake oil salesman. The dangerous illusion of scientific consensus to join Dr. J. Bhattacharya and Rav Aurora in their new independent media project. <clears throat> and that uh, Bhattacharya is in this uh, Missouri v. Biden case, very important. Just had the hearing last week. Haven't seen a decision yet. I keep looking. I'll look again after this is done, actually. <clears throat> William Mackis. COVID mRNA vaccines destroy your immune system. Cleveland Clinic proved it, but negative vaccine efficacy was known as early as December 21st. Nine shocking graphs prove immune system damage by mRNA. It's just toxic poison. There's nothing good of it. You need to get it out of your system. You need to cleanse. You need to take bromelain and curcumin and natokinase and get, out, get that out of your system. This is uh, Joe McKernan. It's about contaminated. There's contaminants in the uh, shots. What? McCullough said what? That uncovered email show Walensky, Collins, and Fauci knew that the mRNA technology-based vaccine was failing in January 2021 as it was being rolled out. Did Malone know too? Why can't someone ask him after they insert their heads from out of his behind? Come on, ask him what he knew and when. Yeah. The Washington Examiner published an explosive report from Jack Elbaum. Emails obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request show that CDC Director Rochelle Walensky and former NIH Director Francis Collins were aware of and discussed breakthrough cases of COVID in January 2021, right when the vaccines became widely available. In her email, Walensky says that clearly it is an important area of study, links to a study raising the issue and assures the person she's sending it to Dr. Anthony Fauci that he's looped in these conversations. So they knew. Incredible. This is Vigilant Fox. New emails reveal the experts knew the COVID vaccines would fail all along. The entire justification for the vaccine mandates was based on a falsehood. I just repeated this. This is them saying. So they knew very early on the vaccines were failing. They were failing badly. And what they fronted to America was a story they were highly effective. And they knew it didn't work all along, you know, so they should all be arrested. This is Sasha Ladipova, verified on a government watch list at last. New York City Department of Health is spending taxpayers' money to spy on racially profiled communities using federal intelligence affiliates as private contractors. You know, that's how they do it. They send it out to third parties so they keep their hands clean. Did all those involved in mRNA technology research and lipid nanoparticle research know these lipid entities cross the blood-brain barrier? The answer is yes. Must have known and did know, yet remained silent all along, not telling the populace the truth, that the very nature of the mRNA-LMP complex 
meant it would never stay at an injection site. That's what they told everybody, just another lie. Anti, oh, Anti-human and WEF graduate Emmanuel Macron promotes global taxes on travel and financial transactions to support climate fraud. This is the next step beyond a global tax on health services. This is uh, Rob Schneider on Jimmy Dore. You can check that out. Mark Crispin Miller is doing a lot of work on people who died suddenly. This is from June 13th to the 19th all over the world. Just me. The truth is finally coming out. Three batches of shots given. Batch one, saline, no problems. You can safely bet parasitic politicians and degenerate elites received this batch. Batch two, some problems. Batch three, a big no-no. And remember, they were all in on it. So people, there's differences in batches. They knew it. Yeah, here it is. So, I mean, of the 5 billion people injected, 4% have myocarditis, 200 million people. It's off the charts. Did Tanakawa show potent detoxification effects of natokinase on virus spike protein and vaccine spike protein by extrapolation? Yes. 100% good findings. Degradative effect of natokinase on spike protein. So go get some natokinase if you took the shot. Gavin Newsom admits California is failing. Yeah, that's obvious. It's a total disaster. San Francisco's a dump. Steve Kirsch, we cannot find an autistic kid who was unvaccinated. The Amis are a perfect example of a large group of people who are largely unvaccinated. You won't find kids with ADD, with autoimmune disease, with pandas, pans, with epilepsy. You just don't find any of these chronic diseases, diseases in the Amish. The U.S. government has been studying the Amish for decades, but there's never been a report out to the public. After decades of studying the Amish, there's no report because the report would be devastating to the narrative. It would show that the CDC has been harming the public for decades and saying nothing and bearing all the data. That's what's happening. This guy's wearing a shirt. I identify as a non-Bidenary. <clears throat> Steve Kirsch, wow, this is very damaging evidence showing the drug companies deliberately obfuscate the safety data. Vinay Prasad recently pointed out Gardasil had a small saline placebo arm. True. But for everything other than injection site reactions, they either combined the saline placebo with the aluminum control when showing results or simply omitted it, which means the drug wasn't tested against a true placebo in looking at the adverse events. Here's proof. And then there's this huge kind, of, huge kind of back and forth between Paul Offit, the guy who's like, says that, you know, you should get 72 shots for kids. And Aaron Siri, who's done a lot of litigation for Children's Health Fund. <clears throat> Twitter exchange with Dr. Paul Offit. Dr. Offit's categorically false claim about childhood vaccine clinical trials, Aaron Siri. Dr. Offit penned an article attacking Robert F. Kennedy. Junior, in which Dr. Offit claimed all vaccines are tested in placebo-controlled trials before licensure. Dr. Offit's claim is categorically false. Hence, I tweeted out the following. Virtually all childhood vaccines on the CDC schedule, including Rotatech, were not licensed by the FDA on a placebo-controlled clinical trial. 
Robert F. Kennedy is correct on that point. New York Times, State News, Parle, Offit, Peter Hotez are all dead wrong. Then Open Bear says, unbelievable self-owned by Offit here. They claim safety, but are really only testing efficacy. What he is saying here is that the placebo only needs to be immunologically inert, not biologically inert, meaning no need to worry about pesky toxins or their combination. NHS whistleblower, we were ordered to euthanize patients to falsely increase COVID death counts while hospitals were empty. Wow. Nashville, Angela, 15-year-old boy was diagnosed with Parsonage-Turner syndrome, neuralgic amyotrophy after two Pfizer shots. Wow, that's sick. These are sick people. Mary Bowden, MD, Paxlovid, 44 severe drug interactions including statins, contains an HIV drug with a black box warning, toxic to liver and kidneys, poorly tolerated due to metallic taste, increased risk of rebound infection. wonder why the study ended early. Yeah, because they found out it was killing people. Kevin McKernan, the Pfizer expression vector is now an NCBI. This will be important as people scan their genomics project against GenBank. <clears throat> Should release alarm bells. Pfizer knew their vaccine would kill. We are selenine. Jesus Christ, the makers of these vaccines poisoned us. They poisoned small children. Yeah, they did. The Bax is contaminated with DNA. Champagne Joshi. In the video of RFK Jr. saying no childhood vaccine has been tested against the inert saline placebo, he references that he sued HHS to provide the studies they are showing they are. Anyone claiming they've been lying to you is you. Zero has. Here's the HHS response sent after being sued. In some cases, inclusion of placebo control groups is considered unethical. That's astonishing. It's just a placebo control group. It does nothing. I've talked about this woman's case. She killed, uh, supposedly committed, um, euthanized herself. She was so sick. Sick from the jab, a young actress chose to end her own life. Kate Pave documented the progress of her disorders caused by the jab on Instagram. Finally, she was unable to go on living. That's June 20th, 2023. This is Brandon Andrew Watt. He died. He's only 36. Leaves, leaves two kids. I'll go into the Deagle Report. I'll do a full separate show on the Deagle Report, whether it's true or not. See how serious their um, <clears throat> Depop agenda is. This is a study. Devastating results. Negative effectiveness in U.S. children less than 12 years of age. Subver subverting, dysregulating the immune system. In two months, the immune system of kids was gone. Nashville, Angela. Bing Castillo was diagnosed with... So Jogren's syndrome, I keep hearing of these syndromes, I've never heard of them. Then an additional DX of ANCA-associated vasculitis was given. There have been reports of both conditions after COVID shots. Her first obvious symptom was with her hand. She also has bouts of chest pain and mood changes. Neuroinflammation is our common enemy. Yes, it is. There's a paper out, Dr. Razek on spike protein and abnormal clotting. Chris Turnbull, a long COVID study shows the damage caused by spike protein. Look at this utter horror all over the organ organs. 
SARS-CoV-2 spike protein accumulation in skull meninges brain axis potential implications for long-term neurological complications post-COVID-19. This is interesting, the matrix. What people don't realize is you cannot be free from fear, hate, depression, or anxiety unless you first become aware that this system is designed to keep you that way. That's right. Robert Smith, the first world of mind wars. Brains are the battlefield and the spoils. That's correct. The 21st century wars are fought in the mind using mass hypnosis and nanotechnology. Brains are the battlefield and the spoils of war. Mass hypnosis trains and brains to beg for enslavement. Nanoparticles and neurolinks make this possible. Synthetic human cyborgs thinking is one. One collective goal linked and enslaved. Yeah, be careful. Be very afraid. Peter Halligan, UK government continues to lie and publish misinformation about vaccine effectiveness. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Freedom Fighter, Winston drops insane truth bomb at Dunedin rally. Look at the pattern of unusual death rates for so many populations post-COVID. I'd like to see what the explanation for that is. Usually they tell you it might have these side effects, but they didn't. And that's the worst thing. That's the reason. Blackmail database. U.S. government has blackmail database on citizens. Pentagon crawls social media for critical speech. Yeah, you're in a kind of matrix. Greg Kelly, it was the vaccines. Yeah, it was. Ginger Taylor updated, now with 220 citations demonstrating how vaccines cause autism. Read the research that Peter Hotez claims does not exist. Yeah, he's a total liar. These guys are all getting caught in lies, man. Total snake oil salesman. My written debate with Jonathan Howard, MD, on whether vaccines cause autism. Howard seems to have forgotten about Morning Report, where scientists engage in vigorous verbal debate. Now he demands all discussions be in writing. Okay, I'm good with that, Steve Kirsch. <clears throat> I believe the scientific evidence on this is crystal clear. Do vaccines trigger autism? I even have a $5 million bet that this is true. And as of today, not a single person in the entire world is willing to bet $10,000 or more that I'm wrong, including the drug companies. Incredible. Like nobody will take that bet. 10000 That's easy money. As I kind of repeated this, this was the Jack Elbaum article. New email show COVID. Vaccine mandates were based on a lie. DNA in the shots. This is another monster for another monster. Walensky replaced by Cohen. You cannot trust either of these evil demons. She's trying to get, uh, Cohen's trying to get kids to take the RSV monoclonal shot. You can't trust what's in the actual shots. You can't believe them when they say what's in the shot is in the shot. They're so dishonest, they have no idea. They're just snake oil salesmen. Somebody's giving them some kind of product and they're promoting it giving them a product, and then they're promoting it. They don't know anything about safety. Walensky should have been arrested, yeah, no question. This is recent, June 28, 2023. Outgoing CDC director says U.S. not prepared for the next pandemic. You weren't prepared for the first one, so what are you doing? Why are you in their job? These are like people getting the the, uh, allotment yearly funds to run the CDC is 10 billion dollars it's like the size of a huge corporation they can't get anything right so corrupt this is brownstone who was really in charge of the pandemic the case for the military intelligence biodefense leadership matthew aldred yeah i believe in that 
<clears throat> Google blocking out YouTube misinformation that could have saved YouTubers' lives. The Beast has asked two major interviews with RFK Jr. along with Dr. Bakhti's YouTube channel. While popular YouTubers keep dying, falling gravely ill, or losing loved ones. That's Mark Wispin Miller. Nashville, Angela, Madison, Francis Parks, Texas, passed away unexpectedly after getting COVID shots. She was only 19 years old and a student at Navarro College. Her mother, Crystal Sessions, a nurse, says, Why Madison did not die for the greater good. 19. TV doctor and vaccination expert, Dr. Alfredo Victoria, dies suddenly at 42. Anna Herrera was 19 and found unresponsive while studying for nursing school. She suffered from unexplained anoxic brain injury and passed away. The chief medical officer in ICU was stumped as to what caused this. I, I can tell you. <clears throat> Anna was a student who received a full scholarship for college. The school and hospital both had COVID vaccine mandates. Was the very recent Manitoba Canada, Canada bus crash killing 16 seniors and the Australian bush crash killing 10 wedding guests linked to the mRNA technology-based COVID gene injection vaccine? Deadly bus crashes are happening, and we are to remain silent. Yeah, there's a lot. you got to be careful. Nurse and vaccine activist Kaylee Zimmerman has suffered cerebellar, cerebellar stroke at age 34. She was admitted to ICU three times and then discharged with the PICC lines. There have been numerous reports of strokes after COVID shots. Yeah, brainstem stroke. Pass. MMA fighter and father Chris Lencioni, 28, is in intensive care after suffering a cardiac arrest during training on June 8th. Back status unknown. Talented pastry chef Paola Manessas had three Moderna COVID shots shortly after started bruising easily. She was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia called hypoplastic myelodysplastic syndrome. The median age for MDS is 70, and disease onset before 50 is considered unusual. Doctors also discovered a chromosome had been deleted on oh, nice. These are all the uh, nurses who have died. Tara Schilling, 39. Judy Fitch Fitzgerald, 32. Shanta Brown-Davis, 33. Jenny Strand-Schillinger, 50. Shauna Wallman, 44. Megan Seep, 29. This thing works, man. It kills you dead. 41-year-old nurse Turney McGinn died suddenly and unexpectedly. 29-year-old nurse Sharnice Gossett died suddenly and unexpectedly. 38-year-old travel nurse Bruce Campbell died suddenly. 46-year-old nurse Jennifer Yeager died unexpectedly from a stroke. So bad. Mara Keevil died, 40. Yale psychiatric nurse Christopher Andriozzi died. Jana Logan died, 38. Heather Ogaboom, 39. This is Mike Clark, June 27th, 2023. 2022 to 2023 so far have been deeply traumatic for me. The worst years of my life. Four of the people closest to my life passed away unexpectedly. I will never get over that. Another close friend, damn near it, died but made it. A guy I thought was my friend ripped me off for a substantial amount of money knowing this was all happening to me. This whole thing has made me feel like I no longer care about anything, and I always cared about everything. 
I've started taking gigs again, but I don't even care about that. I feel I'm in quicksand and being alive is just a matter of going through the motions until it's finally over. I'm disconnected to everything. I do have a good record out that is doing pretty well and the new one in production. I'm somehow moving forward. This is another guy. Had a heart attack and pneumonia. Matthew Egan. Zach Herbstreet, son of former Ohio State Buckeyes quarterback Kirk Herbstreet, has been hospitalized under the care of cardiac specialists. The 21-year-old walk college tight end was hospitalized. He's in the care of with like he had likely cardiac arrest at 21. Right? Teacher Bo, Paul Bosdeck got a booster in the spring of 2022. In June, he was diagnosed with an aggressive cancer. After multiple surgeries, he was placed in hospice care. Looks like he's done. This is the Sakatarina girl. Died. Chose to end her life. Andrew Watt, Miss Bikini Ireland, Judy Fitzgerald, dead at 32. 18-year-old son got myocarditis, still blaming COVID. Joe had the Pfizer vaccine and was double boosted. Wow. I don't see a connection. Stop watching TV. Corey Johnson developed ocular issues after getting COVID shots. He now gets eye injections every five to nine weeks. Sometimes it doesn't go so well. Spoke to the owner of a Florida vacation rental home today. During the conversation, she told me she needed to leave her house soon to drive an hour to the ICU where her 13-year-old daughter was. Her daughter took the vaccine two years ago and has been paralyzed ever since. She cannot breathe on her own. She can't eat on her own. Hasn't spoken in two years. This is Jasmine. I have permission to tell her story. Dane McCurrow passed away. His mother has since removed the public post saying he was vaccinated. Well, it isn't fully known what happened to Dane. It is suspected that he had a large autoimmune response that led to seizures. Seizures, he looks about seven, eight. Tragic 24-year-old college student Harry Pennington died suddenly. It was his final year of college. His mother found him dead in his apartment. Caused sudden arrhythmic death. Stonewall murderers. 20-year-old Logan Cooper developed Stills disease after getting the COVID booster. The symptoms were so severe that he had to drop out of college. He had high CRP, fevers, tachycardia, and pain, but began showing improvement when placed on the drug Kinerit. 20 years old. Olympic gold medalist Tori Bowie was found dead in her home upon wellness check. She was only 32 years old. It was June 15th. Melody Jane Parr, Pfizer, 1966-2023, rest in peace. It's the end. I still have like three or four more shows like this. It's incredible. It's just ongoing. Thank you for listening.